here's the thing. The plot was Megan Fox for me. So I didn't really understand anything else. <clears throat> and Megan was Fox th- was your Timothy Chalamet. Yes. Hi, listeners. I'm Rachel. And I'm Addie. And you're listening to the Getting Off Topic podcast. Time for two 20-something best friends to share memories, hot takes, and possibly advice if they're able. Each episode is filled to the brim with laughter, love, and mentions of the Lover album by Taylor Swift. So we are very excited to have you join us. Today is our first episode, and we are going to be talking about just Addie and I as just individuals and then also kind of our friendship as well. Um, So I will kind of do my kind of elevator pitch introduction first. Um, My name is Rachel and I just graduated from undergrad in December of 2021. I was a political science major. So it's basically my whole personality. And um, I decided to go back to school in the fall. Um, So I'm going to be going to graduate school to get my master's. I'm so excited. And I currently live in the DC metro area and Addie does not. So we are currently, <laughs> listener, you can't see it, but we're currently staring at each other as I'm in a van sweatshirt and Addie is in her cavern of a bedroom. So <laughs> my basement, it's my cave. It's okay. I'm also in a basement. So that works. It works well for basements. us. Exactly. Should I, should I start? Should I go? Or you want to finish? Oh, I was just going to mention that I'm oh. a Scorpio. So it's very important that the <laughs> listeners know. See, I, I don't like Scorpios. I don't know. No, Sorry, you Rach. know, it's, I know, but you say that, but we literally get along so well. So See, I think it, you're probably, you're just probably bold? the only Scorpio that I like. And I've met multiple. I've probably met over five Scorpios, never liked one of them except you. So you should feel special. Look at that. I'm I'm rewriting the narrative for Scorpios everywhere. Sparks are flying. Sparks fly. fly. Okay, Swift. <laughs> Anyways, I don't know what else to talk about. I'm originally from Massachusetts. Addie lives like 15 minutes from where I went to college, but we never I never lived within a 15 mile radius of her, which is so stupid. Mm-hmm. We missed so, each other for our, I feel like we were close to each other at one point, but we didn't know it. But yeah, we didn't know it. We didn't and know also it. like, I feel like we were both just really busy at that point in our lives too. And we right. were like totally different people too, which is bananas. Right. So um, yeah. So Addie, you can go ahead. Then. All right. Um, my name is Addie. I am a senior at Bridgewater State University. I will be in the fall. Uh, I'm a marketing major, um, and right now I'm sort of just chilling out. Um, I'm not sure about my master's degree. I want to maybe go for my master's in D.C. and join Rachel and a few other friends. Um, but yeah, that's uh, I'm originally from Mass as well. Um, originally from Norwood, which is a little closer to the city, uh, but my family relocated after I went to college. And now I live in Hopkinton, Mass. For probably no one knows what that is, but that's okay. Uh, just what else? just you and everyone who knows about the Boston Marathon. So I think Hopkinton <laughs> only has what? Do you know how many residents Hopkinton has? I should if it's any know. if it's any less than Winchenden, I will be shocked. I don't think Winchenden- it cannot be less than Winchenden. 
Winchenden has 10. No. That's where every listener, I am from a very, very small town in North Central Massachusetts called Winchenden, Massachusetts. Um, I had home, yeah, yeah, summer yeah. home to Vice President Levi Morton um, and the the capital of uh, horse horse toy making. Uh, in the, <laughs> like I, I literally... Know. I literally go so hard for history. Do you think I wouldn't know about well, the history? I was, of- I, was, I was gonna say, how do you know this? But then I realized you literally are so involved in history and politics that you would have known it. Yeah, of course. Like, I could literally tell you, I don't think anybody, fa- like, other than Levi Morton, but he didn't even live in Winchenden. Like, he wasn't even born. He just lived there for, like, a stint. See, I, I don't want to admit that I don't know who that is. He was just a rando vice president. Like, he wasn't anybody, okay. like, very important. Vice president to who? I have no clue. Oh. Letting me <laughs> that's down. How much, that's how much he mattered. You know, um, I'm trying to think, should I add anything else uh, to me? What's your, what's your astrological Oh, I'm, I'm an Aquarius. Um, we're the most, here's a fun fact. Did you say fact. Aquarius? Yeah. Aquarius. Aquarius. You know what? Let me be. Let me <laughs> do be. You know Thank th- you. Do you know that video where he's like, Tupperware? No. That's what that we just For had sure. a Tupperware moment because the guy was saying Tupperware, but he was saying Tupper. Like well, instead of the P's, he was saying the B's. So we just had way, a, a Tupperware moment. Either way, I, I really am not a huge astrology gal. Um, I think that there is some meaning behind it. Uh, but at the same time, it just confuses me at the end of the day. So, um, but we are the most rare sign out there. Aquarius, so the ma- most rare sign. Write that down. I t- really? Mm-hmm. What is well, the, the date range? Do you um, know it, it is. It, it's uh, February to oh no, eh, January to February, or it could be February to March. Uh, I'm not sure about the exact dates, but I do fall in there. So, so you must be Aquarius. I don't know, a, a listener. I do not know anything about uh, astrology either. Barely. I, I don't. I, I I think that Pisces might come after that. Then. Pisces, okay, not to bring up my ex in the first episode, but wait, my ex too. The, the only reason I know that the sign that comes next is because her birthday's in March, and she, I, it's 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 Pisces. So you would be right. That's also because I keep saying Pisces men are garbage because of my ex. <sighs> I think it's too early to get into the ex. We can't right trauma now. dump in the first ten minutes. Not not yet. Not yet. Not yet. We have a whole we have a whole episode lined up for that. So, yes. Um, <laughs> so I think that's I a think, leeway. I don't think you're missing. I don't think you're missing anything in terms of what. Oh, in terms of, of like my intro. No, in terms of like like introductory stuff. Yeah, I think uh, I think that you'll get to know me as episodes come on. Yeah, absolutely. We go, we go forward. Yeah, absolutely. I'm very excited. So you might be wondering, considering the fact that Addie and I know each other, like how that came to be and how we started the podcast. So Addie and I, in my last semester of college, in Addie's, I don't know, last semester, first semester first of semester junior year? junior year, yes. Yeah, yeah. So we met doing an internship program in Washington, D.C. Addie just visited me this past weekend in Washington, D.C. And we hit all of our old stomping grounds, like all of our old spots. Mm-hmm. And one of them was we stopped and paid homage to <laughs> we paid homage to <laughs> the, the place that brought us together. So Addie and I actually 
were in the same online class together. So we never saw each other in person as the semester started out. But as we eventually kind of grew out of our initial friend groups that we had made while we were at the academic center, um, we started to talk and we immediately clicked. Like we just had this energy and I'm sure Addie can kind of comment on how she felt too. But it's just like that when you finally like your soulmate, like not in like Mm -hmm. a relationship way, but in like a person way where you're like, this person is my ride or die. And I would literally take a bullet for Addie. Mm -hmm. I would literally like I would die for her. Yeah. Yeah. Um I my initial thoughts on Rachel, I (laughs) I knew that she (laughs) um no, I no no. I knew that she talked a lot. I knew that she was kind of extroverted because, um, you know, she would always be <laughs> contributing in the class. I'm gonna spit and out my drink. I I mean, again, like I didn't. I don't even think I put my camera on for that class. I maybe once or twice. Uh, I don't think anyone knew I was there. That's kind of how I roll with classes. But I knew Rachel from that. Obviously, very very involved in that. And then we would go to the same bar down the street from our apartment and i remember one day you came up to me like oh my god you're from class but yeah this this um this bar was called dirty water and if anyone can guess it's referencing mass holes and the state of massachusetts and um yeah and so this bar wasn't the most classy bar i'm not gonna lie it was kind of like a dive bar vibe Um, what made you say that um (laughs) We had a friend, or she was more of my friend, I don't think. Well, Kate was your friend, right, Rach? Yeah, she was more absolutely. Of my, she was more of, like, my. I feel like my closer friend at the beginning. Um, mm-hmm. But she worked there. She's a bartender. And then our other friend, Hope, was also a bartender. Um, and at the time, I was 20. I, I don't want to get arrested if I admit that I was <laughs> underage drinking. But uh, basically, I was hooked up. The cops yeah, the right cap- now on your door. No, the Capitol Hello? Police. The Capitol Police are coming. Adele? Adele, we're here for you. But um, no, so this was basically the only bar that I could go to uh, because of my age. And that's all right. We didn't have to expose me myself earlier. But, you know, now it's fine to talk about it anyway. So that's basically where our friendship bloomed. Um, Rachel, if you'd like to add on to that, go for it. I don't have anything to say except I miss Smarty Bucket Thursdays. Oh, that's all I have to say. Those things would fuck you up. <laughs> See, I never really got them um, because I'm a beer drinker, but I know it, it fucked a lot of people up. She said, I am a beer drinker. Are we allowed to swear on this thing? <laughs> yes. Okay, great. Yes. I didn't know our audience. <laughs> I'm going to bleep it out. Bleep. No, I'll, okay, just, great. I'll put an expletive. I think that was it. We sort of just went to the same bar and then I think we kept talking from there and... And we would hang out and yeah. we since we were in the same class, like we'd always communicate in class and stuff like that and talk about what was going on. Um, our friend, Cynthia, who we miss so very much shout mm-hmm. out to you, Cynthia, if you're listening, um, my, my old is, roommate. Yes. We miss her very much. Uh, was also part of our little triad that we had going. So you will hear from yeah. her later on. She's definitely going to be a guest. She's, so she's very great. excited I miss for that. Her. Miss her a lot. This is just going to be a, a five-minute segment dedicated to how much we miss Cynthia. And I don't blame us. So. Should we keep going? <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> oh, my I have, God. I, oh, oh, boy, do I have stories of me and her. So, so Addie, I wanted to ask you a question. Mm-hmm. Okay. What, what 
movies or TV shows were your favorite growing up? <sighs> okay. Um, well, movies were not something I watched frequently. Okay. Well, actually, that's might be a lie. One movie in particular, The Transformers, caught Stop. my eye. Yeah. Well, see. I wonder why. Plot- Here's the thing. The plot was Megan Fox for me. So I didn't really understand anything else. <clears throat> and Megan one... Fox was your Timothy Chalamet. Yes. Yeah, so I don't know if anyone in here, any of the listeners have seen the first Transformers. I think there's like three. But the first one, it was a 2007 film. And I was sitting at my aunt and uncle's house on the ground. I was probably, what, six or seven at this point. And there was a car scene of Megan Fox helping Shia LaBeouf with his car (laughs) and that day changed my life it changed me so I mean I can't be wholesome here Rachel like you probably (laughs) wanted me to say like fucking Curious George or something but it's not gonna be that it's not I'm sorry um that was one memorable movie and then I'd say tv shows I I was a big Nickelodeon girl oh me Um, too I fucked heavy with Temple. What was the Temple Games or something? Do you know what I'm talking about? No, that's... It's not Temple Run. It's uprooting something in my core memories right now. Yeah, it's, it's See, gone. I was, I was like Drake and Josh. I love Drake and Josh. Yeah, Zoe 101. Absolutely. N- no, not really Zoe 101. No. I was a, I, I kind of was in between Nickelodeon and um disney channel so like i really liked chowder i really Mm -hmm. liked um oh that's cartoon network whoops i really liked like a lot there was just like a whole bunch of different ones that i really i mean now i'm thinking like disney uh miley cyrus hannah montana of um, course big time rush um, big time rush uh i loved lazy town i don't know what channel that was on that was on yeah nickelodeon i don't know you know i don't i don't know but i remember i had a coloring book of lazy town characters i absolutely fucked heavy with that um <laughs> robbie rotten the guy that played robbie rotten do you remember who i'm talking about was he the the main one in the blimp? yeah he was the bad guy yeah, yeah. oh not the blimp the he, blimp one was the, the the blue guy that was sporticus okay yeah he great. and he then great. stephanie or they just stephanie that was just like the girl's name it was like sporticus mm-hmm. and robbie rotten and then stephanie so shout out to nickelodeon for the yeah. great naming there um, the writers definitely I'm not going to lie, some of the characters in that show was very, they were very creepy. Um, Robbie Rotten was the creepiest. Yeah. But wait, the reason why I bring that up is because he passed away. He, I believe that he got cancer once, beat it, and then got it again. Yeah, RIP. And passed away. That was sad. Yeah. That happened when Um, I was in high school. Everyone in my shop was like very big onto like celebrating that. Also, um, listener, when I mentioned shop, I went to a vocational technical high school. Uh, so we did half academics, half vocational work. So I studied graphic design and communications when I was in mm. high school. But I was hanging out with like this group of like 20 people every other week for like four years. So they are like some of my closest friends from high school. So shout out to them if they're listening. Um, my friend Nate actually designed the cover because he's yes. super uber talented. Thank you to um, Nate. Shout out. Yes. <laughs> Beautiful. Very much shout out. Um, so yes, that's what I, what I mentioned shop. I'm talking about that. You're very so well-rounded. Our first, our first listeners will be very in, informed. 
Yes. Um, I'm trying to think uh, to end this question. What else? Um, yeah, no, I think it was the basic Nickelodeon sort of, um, what's that one? Um, iCarly. Yeah. Uh, um, I really liked Victorious, too. That was yeah, serving. Yeah, serving. Um, yeah, I think uh, B- Big Time Rush was good and Drake and Josh. I think Drake and Josh is my favorite. I love those two guys. They're so funny together. Um, I also watched yeah. the Jonas Brother TV show when that was on Disney Channel. Oh, God. Yeah. I can't say that. It, oh, I won't you know admit what? it. High School Musical. Oh, that, that, yeah, absolutely. Can't forget those. The first one's any, the best. Any Disney Channel original movie mm-hmm. is elite. Like Lemonade Mouth? Nope, never got into that. Oh, you need to watch never, it. Never, is that with Demi Lovato? No, it's with Bridget Mendler. Which which is oh Camp Rock is the Demi Lovato one. All right, yes, yeah, yes. that was also the Jonas Brothers too. Never watched that either. Oh, yeah, you're missing out. I think um, we need to binge. Okay. Uh, <laughs> all right, so I guess I'll have, I'll ask you a question then. Okay. Oh yeah. You ready oh, for the we fire? Didn't plan this at all? All right. We didn't. Well, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of piggyback off that. I guess I'm gonna Ooh. say. What was your childhood like? Can you, you know, without going too deep, mm-hmm. but without going too surface level, kind of describe, you know, what you did as a kid and the dynamic of that? Yeah. So I am the oldest of three kids. I am the oldest girl, too, which there's like a certain like psychological effect that, that has on you, I think, that needs to be in like the DSM. So American Psychological Society, if you're listening. <laughs> Um, add that in yeah absolutely we'll do a free ad for you if you put it in the dsm um so my next well my sister is two years younger than me Paige, and then my brother is five years younger than me matthew um and they are my two best friends like they i was talking to um family friends the other day and i was saying that you know as much as i wish that i was an only child at sometimes I also am very grateful to have had my brother and sister to grow up with and, you know, like seeing them grow up now and like me being in like this new stage of my life where I have a job, I moved, I'm not really around as much, but, you know, being able to go to my, or to see my brother off to his junior year prom and like all this stuff has just been so unreal to me. But my mom and my dad are also two of my best friends. I call my mom almost daily. <laughs> um, there used to be a joke when we were in DC. We would play this card game, and whoever went first was the person who called their mom last. And everyone would just go Rachel, and they would just like hand the cards to me because they just knew that I had talked to my mom the the, the last. But my mom and I actually did not always have the greatest relationship when I was in high school we did not like each other like at all Mm -hmm. like we just fought Mm -hmm. constantly but then I think with the separation of me going off to school and living on campus and then me eventually moving into an off-campus apartment I think that the distance really did a lot for our relationship and it kind of made us miss each other a little bit like she missed me I I miss her quote you know that applies here is distance makes the heart grow fonder or something absolutely yeah my dad and I have My dad and I have always had, like, an amazing relationship, though. I mean, he's Mm -hmm. my, like, Top Gun, Star Mm -hmm. Wars, (laughs) Chick-fil-A man. He's, like, he will always be, like, my my one and only best friend. Like, if I ever need someone to sing Hall & Oates with, like, I'm going to him. So, Mm -hmm. 
absolutely adore him. But yeah, my childhood was basically spent, you know, growing up in the middle of nowhere. Um, Mm -hmm. A lot of my time was spent reading and being outside. And I'm, you know, looking at kids nowadays, it's kind of like, wow, I wish that was a bigger, that's like the, the, I guess it's like the, whatever, the young person in me is like, I wish kids still did this stuff. Yeah, no. Get off your iPads. Right. Um, So I, and then in terms of activities, hobbies, uh, you did theater in high school, right? Mm -hmm. Yes, I did theater for a while. And then I did theater in college too. Um, I also did theater in like middle school and elementary school to an extent as well. But that was also the point where I was also playing softball, doing Girl Scouts. I did Girl Scouts until I was a senior in high school from when I was in first grade to then. So 12 years. Oh gosh. I did like a lot. Like I was in mm. student government, was class of president of my class in high school and my freshman year of college. So I was very, very involved. And I think it's because I'm very extroverted, like you said. So I get my energy from being around yeah. people and doing things. Yeah. So I always wanted to be kept busy. Yeah. One thing about Rachel is that you don't have to, I feel like, I mean, it could be because I know you well, but you don't have yeah. to try to, uh, you don't have to try to scrape away in like, she'll come to you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like you're the type, you don't have to feed in, you know what I mean? You don't have yeah. To I think pull out a big thing stuff. for me is like trust. Like when I yeah. feel like I can trust you, I will open up mm-hmm. like, but before, cause I've just been wronged so many times. And Addie and I talk about this constantly is like, trust is such a hard thing to give someone when you've been through so much in the past. So without trauma dumping in the first episode, you know, as soon as I find that I'm able to trust somebody or that they're worthy of my trust and my respect, then I am able to give it to them. But I will say that within the past couple of months, my trust is wavering and a lot of people because of things that have happened. So yeah. And I I think communication is also something that Rachel and I, um, you know, we're like-minded in a sense where we we really value communication direct communication honest communication open communication not to sound like a Mm -hmm. therapist here but um i think that's one of the the reasons why we get along so well is we have the same type of approach to a lot of situations and oh yeah that can really form a wonderful dynamic so uh yeah yeah i i think that that could not have been said better like Mm -hmm. addy and i have always had this like kind of feeling that you know if you're not going to give effort if you wait okay i'm trying to think of how to say this if someone's not going to give you the effort that you would give them then why are you trying you know why because it's so exhausting to keep giving your whole self to somebody that doesn't want to give you the time of day so yep you know safeguarding your own feelings whether that be in relationships whether that be in friendships is super important yeah, it's always a two-way street, and this applies mm-hmm. to everything. Family Absolutely. members, friends, relationships, yourself. I mean, you can't pull, you know, there's going to be times where you need to pull more weight than others, but that shouldn't be, you know, a common theme. That shouldn't be a common, you know, occurrence. It needs to, you know, you need to have an ongoing, you know, two sides of effort and, yeah, not to go on to this too long, but. Yeah, I think that. We we talk about this very frequently, but someone said to me, not going to name names, but someone said to me that, you know, relationships, whatever they be, someone's might have to give, you know, it's like 50-50 and someone might have to give 99% one day and then the other person can only give 1%. 
Mm -hmm. But the thing is, that other person can't be giving 99% all of the time. All the time. Nope. Constantly. Because do you know how exhausting it is to carry that 99%? How exhausting it is to keep putting in effort when that other person is not putting in any effort at all? I mean, I found this to be true in relationships and friendships and family dynamics. Like, you just have to safeguard. And it's not even 50-50. Each person should be doing 100-100. I think it was my friend Caitlin who said that her grandfather said that it's 100 and 100. Because if you're not giving your whole attention to that relationship and your whole self, then what are you doing? Why are you yeah. um, trying to make it Not only will you suffer or the other person will suffer, but the relationship in itself, the holistic relationship, will suffer. Absolutely. Um, and you know what? People have bad days and sometimes you need to pick someone up. And that's that's life. That's normal. But I, I think that people need to recognize when they're putting too much energy, putting too much of themselves into someone who's just not reciprocating. And it's a hard pill to swallow. And I think it it's harder when you really love someone, whether that's romantically, friendship, family, because you make excuses and you say, well, you know, they love me or I love them or, you know, they've been in my life for a number of years, whatever. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, you have to hold people to standards or you will suffer. You mentally, emotionally, physically, your well-being will decrease. So Purr. I don't know. I'm not a therapist, but this is just like basic. <laughs> we get your mom on here. <laughs> Rachel's mom's a therapist. <laughs> um, Licensed mental health counselor. Yes, she's. Uh, but yeah, so <laughs> I think, um, you know, again, we're getting off topic. Ironic of the the name of this That's podcast why, listener this is why we yeah. named it getting off yeah. topic i'm sure they're gonna love this first episode um <laughs> but no i think that's why rachel and i we share a lot of the same values and approaches in life and you know i think we get along very well in that way mm-hmm. Addie, what is your love language are we talking about like the the basic ones are you asking like yeah like remember how we were having this conversation the other day well my i think through my experiences in uh past relationships or just sort of um i mean platonic ones too quality time Mm -hmm. um i realized that i enjoy people's you know if i like someone i enjoy them around and you know i'm not the type where i need presents or gifts or you know, I don't really like when people – not that I don't like when people spend money on me, and I think it's a nice gesture, but I don't need it. You know what I mean? I need – to me and to feel connected to somebody, I need uh, them around. I need them near me. We don't even have to be talking the entire time, but just kind of having them close to me. Um, I feel connected that way. And, um, you know, it's hard when you meet people who don't have the same love language as you. I mean, you can also have multiple – so I think um, what's the one the what's the talking one hearing words of affirmation or something is that one mm-hmm. yeah words of yeah affirmation. I'm definitely definitely I definitely like that a um, little bit of acts of service but um, with no doubt I'd say quality time and when you meet someone who doesn't have the same um, I remember uh, an you know, ex of mine her her love language was physical touch. And I, you know, I like to be near someone, but I don't like to be always on top of them, always suffocating. You know, I'm not that type. Um, I do like my personal space, no matter who the person is. So um, I think it's kind of hard to, you know, maybe like put those two together if you have differing love languages. But um, obviously that's 
it's it's different for everyone so you have to kind of figure it out then but um i think probably rachel you could figure out that my my love language is i don't even know do you want to go to dinner do you want to get coffee do you want to go do 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 you just want to be around me like like i swear i'm always the one asking someone to do something and you know this is not a jab at anyone like i think i just before anything else i think about be when's the next time i'm gonna see them when is the next time i am gonna be able to spend time with them and that's always going on in my brain i don't know i don't think it's a bad thing i think it's just the way that i express how i feel Mm -hmm. um and i'm definitely through the years i'm becoming more comfortable with expressing my thoughts and feelings uh, I used to struggle with that a lot. Um, Listener, but, Addie and I yeah. are both uh, in therapy. So yeah. we are going to talk yeah. about our feelings openly thing. and honestly. Thing. It's a good thing. Um, and it I think, is. you know, I think uh, really what I've been learning is just through experiences. Like, honestly, going through bad experiences prepares you for the future. And, you know, it sucks. It does suck in the moment. But everything kind of pays off and it's it sounds wicked cliche you know it sounds stupid you know people would tell me that and it's like you're you're stupid you know i love you but you're stupid i don't want to hear it but it it really is something that you know you want to take with a grain of salt but it's it's true you know um and without all those bad experiences i wouldn't have been able to be who i am today so very thankful for everything i've been through sorry that was a very long-winded answer holy moly no it's okay Miss Kelly Clarkson said it best. What doesn't oh. kill you makes you stronger. What doesn't kill you makes you stronger. We're not singers. I'm well, actually, Rachel, you can sing. You're you're a good singer. <sighs> I've heard some some of your uh, lyrics in the car. Selections. Yeah, Selections. no, you can sing. You might want to put on a show. My one woman, day. my one woman concert. What's a one man band? Like I told the woman at the bar. Remember the bartender who was running the show? I go, it's a one man band killing it (laughs) all right um my question for you um if you could have a someone you look up to and hear a hero in your life i know this could be anyone a celebrity from you know a close friend family member to a celebrity to anyone you know who would you say that you look up most to shut up i wrote the same thing for you i was like idol question mark (sighs) so we can both answer this all right so I would say that my idol, I guess, like, I'm going to pick two because I have to do one person who's dead and one who's alive. And the person who's alive is my mom. Mm -hmm. She was able to conquer so much and was such a great role model to me growing up, you know, balancing working full time and having a family and, you know, really showed me that that career work life balance is possible. Um, and, you know, always did her best to be very active in my life and, you know, was my Girl Scout troop leader and, you know, would take me out to softball practices and, you know, be my catcher when I was pitching. So I definitely really look up to her in, in terms of that. And then in terms of the other person that my famous idol, uh, Eleanor Roosevelt, she mm-hmm. was a girl boss and she was the first ambassador of the united states to the united nations so ambassador of the united states to the united nations so she's a queen and you know rolls hard i am somehow not surprised that both of them are women you know we hate men (laughs) 
on this podcast. Uh-huh. Not Ben coming. Not Ben signed on to be a guest in like three episodes or whatever. We love you, Ben and uh, Justin. We uh, we don't claim you. And there's like a million guy friends that we have. Garrett, I Brendan. do have a lot of uh, male friends actually. Um, so this is, does not apply. No, not not like they're gonna watch this. But specific men, we yeah. don't like specific men on this podcast. Right. Correct vibes. All right. Should I answer mine? Yes. Okay. So living, uh, no doubt. Actually, this is funny because we we hate men, but we love men. My father is my absolute hero to hero to hero um he is my best friend he is i am just like him we are literal they're twins could not i mean i mean physically we look we look the same but personality wise he is fun he's easygoing he is one of the most i'm gonna start to cry (laughs) he's one of the most caring people i have ever met and he would do he would do anything for the people he loves and i think that that's a lot like i am um i think that we approach the people you know we value people in our lives and i've learned so much from him i mean he was my softball coach he was you know when i was younger um i didn't really have a relationship with my mom um she her and i did not spend time together we you know she was always my mom in a sense where she put food on the table and you know you know there's a roof over my head and I had, you know, clothes on my back, but my mom never really put, um, you know, effort into getting to know me um, from a very early age. So there was a massive disconnect as I got older, still ongoing, but that's topic for another time. Um, but my dad was the step in. He was kind of two parents at one. And hmm. I have no idea how that man, you know, I have an older brother. So, you know, he was he was doing everything. I, I just. I could not even say enough about him. Um, he he is the re- I just I adore him more than anything. Um, and then dead. Um, I <laughs> that's a great list. I'm alive, great. but I'm dead. I'm alive, but I'm dead. Um, I'd say um, there was a girl I went to high school with um, who had cerebral palsy. And she um, was very sick. And uh, unfortunately, she passed away um, when I was a freshman in college. So she had passed away about a few months before she was supposed to graduate high school. Um, And she was one of the most, like, I couldn't even tell you. I mean, we'd say good morning to each other. She would give me high fives. I'd hug her whenever I saw her in the hallway. um, She was a doll. She was amazing. And I'd say that, you know, um, looking back, she would want me to give, you know, kindness to people and treat people well. Cause she, I mean, she had a lot of disadvantages in her life and she kind of never let that get in the way. Um, and she was just a, a such a ray of kindness. So I think back to, you know, whenever I feel like I want to be mean to someone, you know, sometimes, you know, we all get that urge, right? You're like, oh, f- you know, fuck this person, right? But no, I think that that you need to take a step back. And I always, I do think of her frequently um, and, you know, what she would do. And she was, um, she just wanted everyone to to be okay. So I'd say those two people are are special in my life. That is absolutely yeah. adorable. Yeah. Um, 
I have another question. Mm-hmm. What animal do you identify with most? <clears throat> uh, let's see here. I think maybe a kangaroo. I feel like, Ooh. yeah, I feel like, you know, I was going to say maybe like a tiger or something, but I'm not fast. And you know what? I don't think I'm intimidating. I don't know. I've heard different things. So if people have said that I'm very intimidating or something. You know, people are like, you're not at all. You're but, like a grizzly bear. Like you look intimidating, but like honestly, yeah, you're, you're just gone. down for a hug. <laughs> yeah, I've got. Oh, you know what? I might change my. I might change that answer to that then. Grizzly bear. Yeah. I think that I look very. Maybe I don't know. I look into. I don't know. Can't, people can't really see me. Obviously, they can't see me. Uh, <laughs> but. <laughs> but um, I think that I. I would just say that. Because of your mm-hmm. answer, I'm not really sure what else to comment on that. I love that. Um, and then I'll just ask you the rest of my questions. Go for um, it. What do you go to school for? I think you already said it. And yes, what is I, your dream job? Okay. I I am currently a marketing major. I ha- This is my third major in college. I started out as an... Okay, you're going to love this one, Rachel. I don't think I ever told you this, but I was an American history major. I knew that. Okay. My first semester, I went to St. Anselm College for anyone probably. uh, No, it's pretty well-known school. In the Um, manch? Yeah, I I lived in uh, specifically Goffstown, New Hampshire. Um, And I loved my friends there. I I I was very involved. I was on the women's rugby team. I was vice president of the team. Um, I did campus ministry. I was very involved in community service. Um, Very, very involved on campus. I liked it. Uh, but too expensive and it wasn't really worth it to me. I'm going to be honest. Uh, I didn't want to have 100K of debt after undergrad. So I made the choice to transfer. But I yeah, I was an American studies major and then I did psychology. No idea. I don't know. <laughs> Couldn't tell you. Um, and then, uh, funny enough, there was this girl I was talking to for not too long but she was a marketing major and she was graduating and she said to me one day she goes why don't you just try it like I was so confused this was a very confusing point in my life she's like just try it and I'm like okay so I applied to be a marketing major and what do you know uh here we are I have one semester left of college and um you know I, I like marketing I'm not really sure if it's something that I'm going to pursue for the rest of my life. Um, I think marketing is very versatile and you can do a lot of, get your you know foot in the door for a lot of different careers. Um, but I eventually want to work in the sports industry, hopefully, um, whether that's collegiate sports or professional, I'd really love to, you know, uh, dabble in one of those, maybe do like media, do communications, marketing, anything like that. Um, I'd love to be, you know, on the sidelines or, you know, even coaching. Um, and I'm not sure if I need a degree to do that. But I'd love to be a softball coach one day. Even assistant would be amazing. Um, but I think keeping sports in my life is important to me. It's something I, I, I love. You know, it's been a part of my life since I could walk. Um, you know, I remember playing baseball in my backyard with my older brother um, and my neighbor. And, uh, you know, I, I still play softball to this day. So, I think keeping that in my life in some form would be something I'd I'd really like. That is so oh. cute. So yeah, the uh, anyone from the Red Sox or yeah. the Celtics or if the you Bruins, are a if you're part listening, of yes, if you're a part of Harvard, 
Uh, if you're a part of BCBU, anything like that, please hit me up. I'd love to be on your staff, please. No, really. <laughs> this is a cry for help. <laughs> no, it is not. Okay, and then last question. I promise I saved the best for last. What is your favorite memory of us? Oh, let's see. Is this from DC or when we're home here? Anything. Or, anything. So, okay. Any anytime um, ever. Oh boy. Um, I would love to say sometimes at the bar, but I don't fully have recollection of everything that went on. Um I'm not trying to make myself look bad, but um <laughs> I would say I think Thanksgiving. Um was mm-hmm. the time where I really knew Rachel was going to be a good friend of mine for a long time. Um, I remember I was sick, very sick, and I think I spent it with you and Carly mm-hmm. and Angie. And you know, I went to bed. I was in bed for a few days, and they brought she brought me food. And I think that was – it's not really much of a time. It was just more of like a turning point where I realized that, you know, I had a good friend and I met I met somebody who I felt like was going to be in my life for a very long time. And, you know, from there, I think coming home and us just spending more time together here, um, spending time, you know, going out to eat. I mean, we don't do anything extravagant, but we I think, again, quality time is something important to me. So I think over time, I've realized that you know, I formed a great relationship. Rachel introduced me to a great restaurant down the street, not down the street, but it's about 15 minutes away um, that I will be going to more. <laughs> I'm literally so confused. What restaurant? Isn't that called The Fix? The Burger Fix? Oh, something? yes, 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 yes. Yeah. The Fix. Yeah. For, um, all my, a- my, for all my central Massachusetts mm-hmm. baddies in the, in the crowd tonight, The Fix is the best burger place on the planet. Um, yeah, it's a burger joint. They have massive milkshakes. I have not gotten one yet, but that'll be on my list. Um, and I haven't either because I'm lactose intolerant. Boo. <laughs> Get out of here. Okay. Um, is do that all the qu- Yeah, I do. I do. I, that's all my questions. All right. I have a few questions. Um, where do you see yourself in 10 years from now? Or maybe oh. let's, let's, maybe, let's rewind it. Maybe, se- maybe five, five to seven. So how old am I? 27. You would be 20, 27, 29. Yeah. 27, 29. That's well, not Well, I'm math. saying like five to seven. Oh, seven oh five to seven. Right. So I definitely think that at that point I will hopefully at least be engaged, if not wed. Um, no, but I hopefully will be engaged by then, I'm hoping. Um, and then I will either – I will have graduated with my master's, so hopefully I'll be working in lobbying – um maybe same company that I'm working at now but maybe you know a higher up position I just want to like live and like just live like I just want to mm-hmm. you know every single day you kind of wake up and you're like ugh, like a job like ugh, like I have to commute but like there are so many beautiful things in every single moment and I think that I kind of lost that with COVID and everything like boo bringing up covid but like really you i have a fonder appreciation for like the stupid stuff like getting mm-hmm. on the metro Absolutely. like i love her i love right. her you know Most i'm people, not gonna like, lie hate that I hate her sometimes but yeah i, do I think overall too. we love her yeah she's not the she's not the t so that's what matters <laughs> but <laughs> yeah we started on so that. 
so yeah, hopefully engaged more dogs. Obviously, I have one dog, my rescue dog Winnie, but I hope to have more. Hopefully, have a house if the this economy doesn't get any worse. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then, yeah. Um, yeah, that's just about it. I hope I'm happy. That's all that matters. You know, we have similar questions, which is I'm not surprised at all. But I'd like everyone to know that we didn't share, we didn't, de- we didn't disclose no. these questions before starting this whole thing. So um, we did I, not. One of my questions was, "What was your most memorable moment living in DC?" Um, not with me. I mean, it can be if you want, but I think overall. Oh my gosh, seeing Joe Biden like that close. Like I, I've never like, like a lot of people like have met famous people or if they've done like a meet and greet or like they've run into somebody on the street, like that's never happened to me. So like being that close to somebody famous, I was like, Oh, yeah. Um, but also in terms of like impact, I worked at a lobbying firm when I was in DC for my internship and we did a lot around, um, veterans and IVF treatments and infertility treatments because the VA didn't cover infertility treatments or anything or storing your eggs or storing your sperm. So we were doing a lot of legislative work around that. And like hearing the impact that I was making on all these lives was just like tremendous. And there was like no better feeling of like somebody saying like, now I can start a family because of you. Like now, because of the work that you've done and your organization has done, like we are going to be able to you know, not have to worry about if we're going to be able to have kids when we get back from our tours Hmm. and coming from a military family. My dad was in the Navy for over 20 years coming from a Navy family. It was so important to me to see this work done. So that was, that was probably my favorite memory in terms of something fun. Um, I have a funny story. I, um, we, well, not I, we, a group of us went to the Capitol building on Thanksgiving and we had a run-in with Secret Service. I'm going to save that story, though, for when we talk about DC in a later episode, because I'm sure it will come up. Um, but little little cliffhanger there. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. I am alive to tell the story, so that's what matters. Cool. But Addie was not there, so that's the sad part. Um, no, yeah. I was in bed. I couldn't <laughs> forget. I, I thought I had COVID, um, and I took probably three to four tests. Didn't have COVID. Went to urgent care, Capitol Hill. Uh, gotta love it. Waited for about an hour or two to find out I had nothing. Strap no, flu no. So I guess I was just, I don't know, probably just a bad cold. Yeah, probably. Not sure. Um, okay. Um, and then another question. What would your friends describe you as? I would say they would describe me as like an extroverted, organized leader because okay, i have yeah. a google document or excel sheet for everything here let me let me answer the question for you you are organized you are concise you are Ooh. thoughtful very thoughtful you think you think that's one thing about you, you think whether it's about other people about what you're gonna do about this that you plan i'm a planner as well um hilarious ally um inclusive I'm with the lgbt very inclusive diverse we love her <laughs> <laughs> and gaga fan oh taylor swift fan swifty we have to mention we have to mention lover by taylor swift once lover where can i go where <laughs> you go stream the first dance mix 
stream the first dance remix. What do you mean? I, you want me I, to play it? No, like I was just telling the audience oh. to stream the first dance remix. It's so good. The wedding. Okay. Do you have any the other wedding? questions? No, I think I've asked. Uh, unless you want me to ask more. No, no, it's good. okay. Yeah, no, that's all I have for you. Okay, well, that is it for our right. very first episode of Getting Off Topic. And just like we promised, we got off topic. So I hope that you were <laughs> you were happy about that, listener. Um, so join us next time as we interview one of our very first guests and talk about everything from taboo subjects to moving to growing up and adulting. We are very excited to have filmed our very first episode and it can Ooh. only go downhill from here. So yes. we are very excited. <laughs> Please get ready. Put on your seatbelt, Get excited. Everyone. Absolutely. Okay. Well, I'm Rachel and that's Addie. And this was getting <laughs> off topic. Rachel, We're you couldn't so do this. Exits. You couldn't do this any worse. I'd like to let no, you know I that this is very awkward. It's okay. Just like me. Just like me. That's another word. To we hope you all enjoyed. Um, and we will see Love you. Love you, babies. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.